You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, the home stretch here. Third segment on the postgame show. Raiders, 30-24 to 24 winners in just incredible fashion. Chandler Jones with the interception at the end of the game as the clock expires after Jacoby Myers makes one of the dumbest throws in the history of the NFL, throwing it backward to try to keep lateraling the ball around when the t- game was already tied and and you're on the road and you get extra time, all right, to use a soccer term since the World Cup just ended today. But anyway, the Raiders win 30-24 to 24, uh, after what seemingly was going to be another second-half collapse uh, here. So thanks for being with us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you don't already do it. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Silver and Black today and listen to our Odyssey original show. All right, our good friend James Owen says, Hey, Scott, LB Gully, I feel great about the win. Yes, things to work on, but for all the weird and crazy ways the Raiders lose, the Raiders finally got one going their way. That's very true. Okay. There's lots of negatives to talk about from this game, but after last week, after the way the Raiders were the literally the laughing stock in all of sports, not just football, by the way, the way they gave up that touchdown to Baker Mayfield, they were the laughing stock nationally. Now the Patriots are because of what they did. And the Raiders are on the winning end of that. So who knows karma, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but, but interesting. And James, I agree with you on that one. And again, Jordan, you're saying it feels weird. I agree with that. Um, and getting the call on the touchdown, getting the call. Yes. But if it's inconclusive, then you can't change the call on the field. So yeah, you got the call and that works out right, uh, best. Uh, Elatino 81 again, I love my Raiders, but I will not wear rose-colored glasses because I just saw Baker Mayfield embarrass us a week ago. Yes, you did. And and I, if you listen to this show at all, my friend, and I appreciate you being in the chat there, um, myself, Mo, Murph, all of us don't do that either. We're very objective here. We talk straight up. I mean, just this week, I was on the Patriots podcast on our network, on the Odyssey Network, called Six Rings and Football Things. And I I said, look, that Josh McDaniels was committing coaching uh, malpractice. I said that Derek Carr probably wouldn't be here at the end of this season. So it doesn't matter if it's popular or not or if somebody likes it or doesn't like it. We talk it and talk it like it is here for the most part. So we'll do that as well. Um, 
Turbo Duran saying, you fake Raider fans want to see DC gone, but not going to happen. Keep dreaming or pick a different team. Hey, Turbo Duran, listen, man, there's no guarantee he'll be back. There's no guarantee. You can't, you can't be in absolutes. You can't say, well, if you don't like Derek Carr, you're not a Raiders fan. And if you love Derek Carr, you're a Raiders fan. And you people out there who don't like Derek Carr and think they should move on from him can't say, well, if you love the Raiders, then you can't like Derek Carr. I mean, come on, guys. The truth is always somewhere in between. Two stories out this week that Carr might not be back, in essence. We saw two stories. Deshaun Reed up at The Athletic, and then, of course, Vinny Bonsignor at The Review Journal. So a little smoke there. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think the last four games have a lot to do with it. And this ending tonight may have stopped the progression towards that. I don't know. The play in the second half was not good on the offense. So if you look at that, and, and I asked the question before, because I have not been one to come on and say fire people, okay? But did Josh McDaniel save his job tonight? Not save. Did Chandler Jones save it? I got to keep correcting myself on that one because I had a couple people message me during the game and say, this is, this is ridiculous. How could you keep him? How could you keep him after blowing a fifth double digit lead? Now it turns out the defense saved him. Perhaps they might've won in overtime too. We don't know, but they did blow another second half lead fifth unprecedented in NFL history. So if that's the case, would there have been a chance uh, on that? Uh, Michelle Sweat is in there. Hey, Michelle, it says it, it's the objectivity that puts you guys at the top of show, shows to listen to. Scott, thanks, Michelle. I appreciate that very much. Um, but uh, I posted on Twitter, James says, like it's harder to coach with a lead for the Raiders. Learning how to win is not just for the players on the field. Yes, but if you think about the leads, the Raiders, I mean, the Raiders could have 11 or 12 wins. I'm not saying they should or have the talent to do that, but if those games, if they keep those leads and just score a couple field goals in some of those games, they win those games. So from a coaching perspective, that puts you on that in a way. Uh, Gully, elaborate on uh, on that with Carr for the chat. What does this game do for the Carr debate? Decent first half, cold second. Um, great question, um, uh, eLatino81, and that is two things. One is I don't think it... I don't think it clears much up with the card debate on on whether or not they seek out a trade for him. He would have to approve it. For those of you just say release him, I don't think that happens. Okay? If they release him, two things happen. They get nothing in return, and he has value. Okay? He has value. No matter what you think of Carr, he has value. Number two is it wouldn't be good for Derek Carr to go on the open market either. You might think, well, he can pick wherever he wants to go. Yeah, but he loses money that way. Okay? Because he's got a contract. So if he approved a trade and the Raiders were able to trade him, um, then there's value there on both sides. So, But I look at this game, and and the problem with Derek Carr, I see it over the course of his nine and a half years, isn't, isn't that he's not a good quarterback, because he is a good quarterback. I've always said, and Mo has always said, and Kelly said, I think, that he's a 15, top 15 quarterback. Good, serviceable quarterback. Uh, it's been that he's been inconsistent. So I think you've seen that a lot. That's been his biggest issue this year has been inconsistent. He will come out, lights out, throws the ball on a dime, had some a couple of really nice throws in the first half tonight. The low touchdown, I know some people, oh, it was almost in the dirt. No, it was perfectly thrown where he had to throw it. Got to give a guy credit when he does well. But I think that's the problem is there's inconsistency. And at nine-year vet, having that much inconsistency in this season, even with the changes, is rough. So I don't think it's going to do much about the debate 
uh, Latino 81. I don't think it will. I think it rages on the car wars. They, they rage on as well. Uh, let's see what else we got going in the chat here. Uh, Jerry Rice, <laughs> nice name, says cars the goat. Um, and Guareb says, but most of the teams in the league have been losing close games. So what does that say for the Raiders? Uh, should be looking at the Lions progression as an easy template to follow, says Mario Sims. Yeah, listen, you got to make progress. I also think that the Raiders uh, coming into this game, Mo talked about it on the podcast last week when he was doing the show s- solo. He said, were we catfished about the Raiders this year? And I think I think he has a good point there, which is I think people were looking at this team saying, well, they're coming off a of playoffs. Uh, that ending that they had last year. But really, they went on a run, and any team can go on a run. You see in the NCAA tournament when a 12 seed goes nuts and goes to the Final Four, goes to the Elite Eight, Sweet 16 maybe, whatever, and and they go on a run. doesn't mean they're that good of a team so that next year they're going to go in the same place. They just get on a run, and I think that's what happened with the Raiders last year because they were deficient. The Raiders did nothing about their offensive line this year. We've seen what's happened there. It's been a problem at times. Defensively, on the interior of the defensive line, it's come along recently with Jerry Tillery coming in. Um, and of course you have Max Crosby and then Chandler Jones only over the last three or four games has really picked it up. He's done well, but he's not been the player they thought he would. The defensive backfield still has many question marks as you saw again tonight as well. So, so that from, from, from that perspective, you have to look at it and say, yeah, they probably were not what they thought, what you guys thought they would be, what the Raiders kind of pumped up what they would be. So that's what he meant by the catfishing. And I think that's, that's very true. Um, do you think a car trade will change Adams? Tony Morales. Tony, good question. I think that is one that, that I've argued on a lot with people. And I say argued, I just discussed with in social media, which is a lot of you believe, well, Devontae Adams is going to demand a trade. <laughs> why, why do you say that? Well, because he came to play with Carr. Listen, folks, it's not fifth grade playground football. If you're not going to let my friend play, I'm taking my ball and going home. Listen, I know he came to play with Derek Carr. Well, he's not going to play for a rookie quarterback. You don't know that. You don't know what happens. You don't know that the Raiders would do that. You don't know that Carr is going to be gone, number one. But if Carr was to be gone for whatever reason, um, it depends. Yeah, I think he would look, but he's not going to demand a trade. He just signed an extension. And you know what? You can be friends with people if they move on to another team. (laughs) Remember, they remained very, very close friends when he played in Green Bay. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So things happen. Life changes. It's got a way of doing that on you. And I don't think that that would change for Adams. Uh, and what's Adams going to do? Sit out and not play football and not make money? I don't think so. I don't think he would do that. Uh, but we are going to see that. Kelly, the Raiders are at a spot. People think they should follow what the Lions are doing. The Lions. <laughs> Kelly, good point. Uh, always in there making fun. Draft a quarterback, give it a year or two, says T3 Sports Guy. James Owens, LV Gully, where do I apply for that emergency fourth string backup to backups, backup co-host? <laughs> James, we'll have you on, man, anytime. We'll figure that one out. Um, uh, Shima86, why didn't Josh McDaniels call a timeout with one minute left going into the half? half no confidence yeah there's a lot of things question marks again with play calling especially in the second half um as i joke around and 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 i guess it's somewhat graphic but not really 
not graphic like I have to censor it, but it seems as though his sphincter gets really tight in the second half with a lead. <laughs> and in this case, a first lead, first half lead. So I don't know why. I do think there is a lack of confidence. And I do think that if you have confidence in your quarterback, your offensive line, whatever, you go. So I don't know what's going on there. I can't speak. I'm not going to over-speculate. But a lot of people have said, well, maybe he doesn't have the confidence in his quarterback and his offensive line. I don't know. I just think that there's times when uh, they don't look to be on the same page. And I see Michelle in there says about Carr, when he's great, he's great. But when he's bad, he's bad. That's the roughest thing to face. He's been in a long enough. And what we've seen is what we are going to get. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. I think, you know, Derek Carr, besides being a good dude and from what everybody has ever said, a great teammate, um, it's the inconsistency, right? So I think that's the issue you have to look at and uh, figure out. But yes, nothing is guaranteed. Uh, and Mario Kelly clarified his, his point about he wished he had the Lions offensive line. Yeah, I mean, listen. They have to do something about the the Lions' offensive line, uh, and and that's one thing you have to look at. And this team, look, it's got a long way to go, I think, but they have a lot of draft capital coming up. the 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 biggest question is going to be, um, first of all, with the games left this season, you're going to have to look at coaching. Um, I still believe Josh McDaniels is going to be back for year two. Uh, after tonight, if they would have lost, I thought. Maybe there would be some chatter, but still, Mark Davis seems unmoved by what's been happening. So we'll see what's going on. Uh, and and that the other big question is going to be Carr. That's going to be the biggest question between the end of the season and the day after the Super Bowl when they have to make that choice. Okay? So we'll see what they do in the interim uh, and some of the other choices they're going to have to make. Uh, and so, all right, let's hit the, the chat again. Um, bottom line, wish we had the Lions. Oh, that's Mario's point. Uh, but also, Nathan Jarvis, there's definitely a plan. I just think we don't have the players yet. Nathan, it's a great point. I think that's part of the issue here is, is as far as defense goes, that's part of it. Offense, same thing. Look, it's hard to it's hard to implement a plan if you don't have the people to do it. But you also have to question, is it the right plan? Because what we've seen is uh, I don't see a lot of opportunities to understand what the plan is, sometimes like offensively, with some of the play calling. Okay, you might not have the players, but I haven't seen the creativity that we've heard so much about Josh McDaniels and we talked about in, in New England. So maybe a lot of the creativity in New England, despite the fact that he ran the offense there, maybe it was because he had Bill Belichick in the building who influenced his, his decisions on play calling and so on. Uh, all right, King Guillotine. Carr's inconsistency goes hand-in-hand hand with the coaching inconsistencies in his career. Uh, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think, yes, a challenge for the quarterback, no question, having to learn different playbooks and all that stuff. But his inconsistency on the field uh, with throws and reads and the inability to do some of the things like create plays outside the pocket, King Guillotine, that's got nothing to do with coaching, man. Uh, as I said last week, if, if you're questioning play calling too much, uh, then you don't have a franchise quarterback, uh, plain and simple, because if you watch enough of the NFL, you know as well. Uh, everybody wants offense, uh, but defense is trash. The defense won you the game today. The offense didn't have a first down in the second half until a minute 10 left in the game. So how you want to blame the defense for being on the field the entire game? I'm not saying the defense is good, by the way. I'm just saying your comment that the defense is trash 
when your offense couldn't get a first down, pick six, and then five punts in a row. You had six possessions in the second half until that last drive, and you couldn't get a first down. That's the defense's fault? I don't think so. So um, that's the kind of thing. There's Jeff again with the NFL is rigged. Chandler Jones' game-winning play was rehearsed. <laughs> he says, just kidding. I know WWE-type stuff coming over. Uh, coaching has to be smarter, and that's from If I'm Lying, I'm Dying podcast. Thanks for joining us, man, uh, and all of that. Uh, Hefe KC is here, of course. He wants to rub in the Chiefs again. Um, Carr has to be smarter, yes, especially if you look at Carr uh, in his ninth year going on 10 now. There's some perplexing things there. Not that he doesn't do good things, because he does. Uh, so that's it. Carr's biggest flaw is that he can't extend plays for positive yards. Yes. Alex, you people are clueless. Only reason Pats were in the game was because of the pick six. But Alex, he threw a pick six. What do you mean that's the only reason? Sometimes games come down to one play, as you saw at the end of the game. You make the play or you don't make the play. Uh, I'm always interested, and I'm not attacking you, man, but I'm always interested in the excuses people make. Because, again, football is, is multifaceted, but it can come down to one play. If it comes down to one play, don't diminish it. The quarterback threw a ball, didn't see, and the defender made a nice play, but that's, it doesn't matter how they stayed in the game. They did. They also stayed in the game because they played good defense in the second half, and the Raiders couldn't move the ball on offense. So I could argue that back and forth with you. Uh, halftime adjustments from James Thiel. James, good to chat up with you on Twitter earlier tonight as well. Yes, halftime adjustments. You saw what Bill Belichick did. I, I, we can say the Raiders offense didn't do well in the second half, and that's all their fault. But you also have to credit the other side of it, which is Belichick's defense and the adjustments they made at halftime on Josh Jacobs and the continued coverage of Devontae Adams because they did that as well. Um, and And so it's... That's the way it goes. Um, uh, let's see. Elaine Berger is in there. Elaine Berger. These some of you guys' names. I, I wish I knew how you came up with these names. I feel good about the win, but please tell me why Carr doesn't wear his play call on his arm. He has just not had it all on season and long. It tells me that Josh McDaniels doesn't let Carr change the play call. I don't know. You know, different different quarterbacks have different systems. The wristband, what you're talking about with the clear laminate, so you can call plays off your wristband. Some guys have it. Some guys don't. I mean, guys like Aaron Rodgers wear them. Some other guys wear them. Others don't. I don't know why Derek Carr doesn't wear them. Maybe, maybe he's got a great photographic memory. I don't know. Uh, and maybe the call play calling and what he's able to do at the line. I don't know that it's limited. Everyone's assuming that it's limited. I don't know that it is. Uh, sometimes the quarterback, and a lot of times the quarterback has the ability to change the play at the line. We heard it a lot tonight that broadcasters, every time he was saying kill, 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 which was kill the pass, go to the run, they ran the ball. So you knew what that was. Um, and so, uh, that's one of the things that, that you have to look at, but I don't know. It's a good question. Um, let's see what else we got going on in the chat. I appreciate you guys being with us, by the way, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you don't always do it, Hefe KC always jumps in on our shows. He's a chiefs fan. He gives you guys crap, but most of the time is very well, good natured. And, uh, <laughs> you guys are pretty good with him too. So it's all good. Um, Yes. Boogie, you're right. Car, kill, kill, defense. It's a run. But the run, the run worked almost every time he did it. So I don't know that it hurt them anyway. Uh, uh, Macario Silva, imagine if they played like this against QBs like Andy Dalton and Matt Ryan. 
Yeah, that would be tough. I said that earlier as well, my friend, by the way, which is uh, they were lucky as well. Uh, and and those are the type of things that happen. But you saw it again. You saw in the Minnesota game, 33-point lead blown in that game. So it, it's, it's not just something the Raiders are, but we appreciate it uh, and have that as well. Alex says, I'm not saying you were clueless people here defending Derek Carr too much. It's called QB awareness, and I'm saying the people saying our defense is trash. That's why I said it. Yeah, I agree. And, and Ken, uh, Ken, his own lane, says all these different coaches every year, why would he want to trust the system? Well, that's, that's a good point. Um, I think that the – I argued a few weeks ago when, when they were still struggling before they went on the three-game winning streak, I argued that I felt it was just time for an amicable divorce with Derek Carr to give him an opportunity to move on because he's been in dysfunction. I agree with you on that. The Raiders organization has been completely dysfunctional. So let the guy go play somewhere else. If it was me, I would want to um, just to see what else I could do somewhere versus not. And for the Raiders, I look at it as if you have to have basically a five-year plan, right? Now, you want to win before that, but you got to have a three-year to five-year plan. If you have a three-year to five-year plan, Derek Carr doesn't make it to year five. He'll, he'll be gone. He's got three left on his contract if he fulfills that contract. And if that's the case, you got to start looking at your next quarterback. You already should have been. And so if that's where you are, then why not accelerate? Yeah, you might take a step back, but maybe not because you have so much draft capital. We'll see how they draft. That's the other key key player there as well. Uh, but anyway, listen, I, I want to tell you guys, thanks for being with me on the show tonight. Uh, and it's good to mix it up with you more in the chat as well. And I see you guys really active there, which is phenomenal. So thank you for that one. Uh, but we're going to close out this live post-game edition of the show. Again, Raiders 30-24 to 24 winners. They go to 6-8. and eight. They're within striking distance of 500. If they play like they do tonight, I don't know that they'll get there. I know it's an uneven number now, so you get either one over 500 or one under 500 at the end of the season, but um, they're getting closer to that. Uh, but I didn't see anything. I just want to close with this and I'll, I'll, we'll go in more in depth with Mo on Tuesday, which is, I just don't see the Raiders um, as real true contenders in the playoffs. Um, I know some of you are really excited about the win and you should be, but what I saw tonight, still lots of concerns there and we'll have to address those uh, on Tuesday's show, but for tonight and for tomorrow, enjoy the win. It was an amazing ending and no matter where you are in the car wars, no matter where you are with the with the coach, uh, no matter where you are with Mark Davis or anybody else on this team, just enjoy the win. Have fun with it uh, and the way it ended. And, and maybe you can forget about the disappointment a little bit, uh, but we'll be here to talk about it. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio podcasts uh, up on Odyssey. Uh, you can listen anywhere. You can even say, hey, Alexa, play Silver and Black today. And she'll say, good choice, playing Silver and Black today. So you can do it there wherever you get your podcasts. Also, subscribe here on the YouTube channel and hit the notifications bell to help us out. So I want to thank you guys for doing that. Chuck, you're welcome. No problem. Uh, and make sure you guys join us again on Tuesday. Mo will be back. We'll do one more dissection of this game and we'll talk about the news and views coming out of Raider Nation since the end of this one. Uh, for Murph, who's back in Las Vegas and uh, and make sure you follow Raiders Fan Radio and our, our producer, David Stepanian. I'm Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black tonight. Everybody have a great weekend and we will talk to you again on Tuesday. Take care, everybody.